Hey, this is just a disclaimer from us here at The Art of Giving Up. This is a podcast made by people. People talking about their experiences, their struggles, and things that we are not qualified to give medical advice or advisement on. If you're suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, or uncertain by anything, please do not get your advice from a podcast. Reach out, seek a professional, a friend, or a family member, and know that it is okay to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please remember you could always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks. I'm still trying. I'm still trying. struggles of existing and living with anxiety and of course giving up on everything sometimes because it's just too hard and by we i mean i am as always joined by the lovely asha crowley hello and this week we're going to be reflecting on child discipline it's a uh, proximity to child abuse and of course child abuse itself but first i think we're going to take a little easy do something new we're going to kick this off with an exercise and getting to know each other and our listeners a little bit better. So our newest thing for now, our question of the week. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. <laughs> this is rapid fire, random. Like in two, like it's 2008 in here. I'm about to glomp you. It's real pizza pie in here, random. My anxiety is flaring up. <laughs> um, top five shows. Don't think about it. Don't. No excuses. Don't think about no excuses. My Little Pony, Monster High, Deadly Women, Unsealed, Conspiracy Files, and Ancient <laughs> Aliens. I, t- you know, I said no excuses, but I think I need some excuses for some of those. <laughs> okay, explain yourself. I'm mentally ill. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> Uh, damn, I guess, well, mine are, t- like, mine are, like... Wait, I have a better excuse. I'm oh. an Aquarius. That's okay. I mean, I will have to say that mine are not anything compared to yours. I like wrestling, all combined as one show, Good Eats, Iron Chef, <laughs> <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale, and, like, what, Game of Thrones? I'm... I'm boring. Wow. This, it's because you're a Taurus. I, I don't know what that means, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel. Listen, I don't know. I don't know about you, right? But I feel. I feel like when somebody ever at, when somebody asks me a question randomly, it's random. You know, again, it's 2008 here, being random. You know, I never know what to say. But you just like, 
usually the responses you get are boring like a madman or no 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 what's madman what's madman oh no (laughs) no fucked up um i think you know what i think we should stop talking about tv and start talking about child abuse now because because this is akin to torture great segue this is i mean listen listen i don't know if you know this but it's not good radio to say good segue you know you just gotta do it good and so without a segue let's talk about really depressing things all right and i promise you the tv thing is not gonna come back around okay because i just thought it'd be cool to do but now i don't know (laughs) um so yeah i'm black i don't know if you know this but i mean you're looking at me but these people can't see me i am a black man and i've been spanked got the belt had to get the switch the whole nine right so i'm gonna assume that you over there as a white person that even though we don't look the same that you also may have dealt with some uh child discipline yes i have dealt with well discipline is not the right word but um i we had a wooden paddle that hung above the doorway and it was called the Attitude Adjuster. <laughs> and it was engraved on there. I'm, why am I laughing? Oh, and shit. there was holes drilled I'm in it. What? Okay, hold on. Uh, you know why I'm laughing? I'm not laughing at the obvious <laughs> tale of torture and woe we're about to endure. Because I feel it coming. But it's because John Cedar's move is called the Attitude Adjustment. <laughs> I'm just like, I guess they must have knew your parents then when they came up with that concept. Um... It's a southern thing. So, I mean, it sounds like torture. It doesn't sound like a pure pat on the behind to me. That was not anywhere near the worst of it, but um, you go first. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I did things like I would steal money from my mother, like five dollars, and I'll, and she would give me a beating and put me in a corner, and I would cry, you know, but. I mean, you just have me at a whole nother level right now because my apologies. I feel I feel like um, starting with child discipline first, then connecting it to to abuse and then child abuse on its own. But like, there is is there even a line really between disciplining your child and child abuse? Because I don't know about you, but we live in different times. And when I was younger and I grew up. It used to be the thing, like, your, your parents would tell you, your friends would, oh, man, when I was bad, what would happen is, is that I would go home, and the neighbor would beat my ass. Then my aunt would beat my ass, and my uncle and my grandma, then my mother came home, oh, boy, and then daddy would come home, and he, then he'd beat my ass if you had a father, because, you know, black neighborhoods and all. <laughs> but, like, really, like, um... I'm, I'm not trying to exaggerate. I'm not trying, you know, it, it seems really acceptable. And this I, uh, idea came into my mind when I was at work and they were talking about whether or not they would beat their children. And I've discovered personally that my opinion on it has changed so much because I used to be like, yo, I'm going to beat my child. Man, they're bad. I'm going to spank. I'm going to beat their ass. And now that I'm older, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't know if that's a good thing to do to my children it's I, not a good thing don't do it <laughs> but like i mean there is definitely a line mm-hmm. between 
disciplining your child and abusing your child. In my household, personally, there was no line because my parents were heroin addicts. But that is not the point. The point is, if you are stealing money and your parents decide that you can't have your cell phone for a week because you were stealing money, that's discipline. If you're stealing money and then your parents decide to lock you in the basement with no clothes on for three days, that's abuse. Ah, uh, yes. So a very you- extreme example, but again... Even spanking your child. Is there an excuse for it? No. I don't think there's ever an excuse. You shouldn't put your hands on your children. Why? Besides the fact that it causes problems that follow with them their entire life. Because you're teaching them that it's okay to respond to frustration and anger with physical force and violence. I have an opinion. I want your your opinion on my opinion. Give me that sweet validation. Um, I think that a lot of times when parents beat their children, when when parents put their their hands on their child, what they're really doing is they're frustrated. And I think it's less them actually trying to discipline the child as so much as that they feel frustrated and they don't know what to do. Because the argument I was hearing the other day is like, but they don't understand, understand when you speak to them and yes small children don't have the same experience or they might not be able to truly empathize but i mean if you eat some food in the fridge you shouldn't should you get a spanking no and if we're discussing young children specifically if they are not old enough to understand verbally what they did wrong, they're probably not going to be able to understand why they're getting their ass beat. Hmm. So what you're telling me is that hitting someone when they do something wrong doesn't solve a problem. No. Just contributes to it. When his hitting people because you didn't get something you want ever worked, really. I mean, short term, maybe. Long term, absolutely not. So I, I think that me, I mean, I was kind of a terror when I was younger, and my mother had me pretty young. I mean, she was a single mother, and I think that for a lot of parents, they did what they knew how to what to do, you know. And so, I got beatings when I did wrong things, and I guess I always thought that I was okay, and I don't blame my mother because everybody was beating their children you know everybody was whipping their children and listen when i went outside and i got bullied which happened to me a lot because i'm annoying and i talk a lot you know and i had a big head i used to walk down the street reading my books with my nerdy glasses and i would get beat up severely and i would go home and when i told my mother what happened which most of the time i didn't to be honest i don't even Oh, there, there we go with that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think that she really even knew the majority of it because I never told her because I didn't know. I didn't. I just didn't, you know. But when I did, she would do what a lot of people would always say you're supposed to do. Like, you know what? Either I'm going to beat your ass or you can go out there and you're going to defend yourself. Because I would kind of just lay down and let myself get kicked. 
you know, and I, I would just allow it to happen to me. And even then, in hindsight, like, she was threatening me for violence, for violence. And it's not really her fault, you know? But we need to start having this discussion, like, it's, you have, there's, your child, I mean, honestly, if your kid punches you in the face, then they might need a smack on the behind, because they struck you, you cannot have your nine-year-old child running up and having attention and punching you in the face. But even then, it's still violence, and you can't beget violence with violence. I, 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 if your child is having temper tantrums at nine and they're hitting you, guess what it's time for? The psychologist. Mm. Mm. I think that, um, well, I say that a lot. I think that one of the things that we don't really like address is like, we really don't know how to penalize our children. We don't know how to punish them. My mother had an inventive one that was really good. I would never clean my room, ever. So one day I came home, and she put caution tape on the door. She was like, you don't want to clean your room? You don't have one. And she set up a little bed in the hallway in my apartment, you know. It's just like, that's your bed now. Because you don't, you don't clean. You don't have a room. You know? And that's pretty inventive, actually. What? I didn't have a room. I don't know. That's oh. not, not going to work for me. You know? <laughs> but, um, I lived in an episode of Hoarders, but my, my case is real extreme here, so... um. I don't really think it's a fair example. I do think that growing up, you and I as millennials, mm-hmm. we millennials, mm-hmm. we're millennials, mm-hmm. okay. A lot of millennials grew up getting their ass beat because their parents grew up getting their ass beat and their grandparents grew up getting their ass beat. But it's 2018, maybe we should stop beating children because that kind of abuse leads to having a lot of mental health issues in the future. And since we always talk about having mental health issues, I think it's really important to not ruin things for your child by beating them until they have anxiety and depression and post-traumatic stress disorder and all these things. So, uh... Is there even a line, really, between disciplining your child with any any kind of physical... You should never discipline your child with physical anything. No excuse, ever. No excuse. If your nine-year-old runs up to you, having a tantrum and hits you, you can restrain them, but what does hitting them back accomplish? Because how are you going to say, hey... It's wrong to hit people. Let me teach you that by hitting you. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that is hypocrisy at its mm-hmm. finest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the thing that really took me out of that mindset was I was on Hunts Point in the Bronx, and I saw this woman with her two twins, like little girls, maybe six or seven, and they were holding hands, you know. And the one twin let go of the other one's hand, and the mother goes, hold your sister's hand. And the little girl, she's like, oh, no. She's like, she's like, ha, ha, ha. And the mother grabs her and yanks her really hard. And it's like, hold her hands up. I'm going to beat your ass. Right? And I was really upset. But I really cannot be upset with the mother so much in that it's not just common, but it's accepted and it's, like, and almost endorsed, you know. Even as I was uh, 
about to do this episode with you, I looked online and there's articles after articles by these child development websites that are like, hey, you know, there might be a time where you should, you can uh, punish your child or give them a spanking. And some of them are like, well, as long as it's only a tap on the hand, you know, but I know someone whose father only one time in her life gave her hand a sharp thwack and it traumatized her. Children are like sponges. You do that even once, and it's going to follow them forever. There are a lot of studies and statistics and articles about what spanking, just specifically spanking, does to people on a psychological and emotional level throughout their life. And something that comes up often is people who were spanked have a lot of anger issues. They don't know how to verbally express Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, feeling, mm -hmm. upset, anger. They just cannot express it. These are people who, when they get frustrated, they are more likely to slam doors, punch walls, break things. People who were just spanked as a child have higher rates of abusing alcohol and drugs, having self-destructive behaviors, depression, self-confidence issues. And this is just spanking. So So if that's just the result of spanking, imagine what backhanding your kid across the face for mouthing off is going to do to them in the future. <laughs> you know, it's we need to start treating younger people, even children like toddlers as human beings and talking to them like they're human beings instead of just smacking them and really trying to train them the way you train a puppy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what that is a very good way of like that's really like they say take a newspaper or do that you probably shouldn't do that on the radio but you know like loud the finger snapping and the or shake the can of pennies and shake the and can stuff. of pennies stuff like that yeah you don't need to drill into children with threats of physical violence or discomfort that they need to behave you have to talk to them about it and explain it to them in age-appropriate ways until they get it yes because they're never going to learn how to really behave and integrate into society because Mm. you never explain to them how to act properly you just told them if you don't do this because i'm telling you to do this i'm gonna hit you there's a, a YouTube. fear is a great motivator, but it doesn't really help in the long term. So, uh, sorry about that. There was this uh, YouTuber who I, I can't I, sorry I can't remember her name right now, and she was talking about her cognitive issues, and she described it in a really good way. Cognitive as in cogs, right? And the cogs are going, and especially, you know, until the age of six, you know, children are in a state, and their early cognitive development and the cogs are still getting lubed up and greased and they're still going and smacking your children around kind of knocks those cogs loose you know and 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 frays them and wears them down so that they, they they carry that trauma into later life so is there even a distinction between that kind of punishment and child abuse no it's the same thing i think it really is no real line there's definitely tears of child abuse um but realistically 
-hmm. anything you do to your child that's going to traumatize them is abuse even if you didn't know better at the time like our parents probably didn't really know better it doesn't excuse it and as our generation and younger generations start reproducing let's not make the same mistakes our parents did <laughs> so let's get into the I mean, that's a good time to like really point out, like you said it earlier, like I had a more traditional getting my ass whipped, you know, I mean, I've gotten it bad a few times, but never, you know, a child called it, you know, like I've never really had it like that. Whereas you've, you know, kind of hinted at with the parents being heroin addicts, um, <laughs> that you <laughs> suffered some very uh, intense, intense <laughs> abuse at the hands of your parents. And, but here's the thing, you having suffered that, you look at children who are just getting their hands slapped and, and, and their butts padded as being like abuse, you know, but like what you went through was so different, you know, can you tell me a little bit about that experience? Cause I, you know, what part? Cause like when, yo, when I was younger, I was like, man, my mother, my mother is the best. I love my mother. Okay. If you listen to this, mommy, I love you. <laughs> You're the best. Okay. I'm going to come see you this week. Like, you know, I love my mother. But when I was younger, I was like, oh, my mother sucks. You know, my mother did not suck. You know, my mother was not doing whatever your parents were doing to you. And I really don't think that some people who have only been patted on the behind or had a few good weapons with a belt can really have anything to like understand what it's equivalent to because getting a pat on the butt might not be being forced to drink bleach again child called it you know that's not really that but it does a similar kind of harm but you got the story so what do you want me to tell you about the uh, the story? I, I don't know. Like, um, like I don't know. Like, as an abused child, here I go with the questions again. Okay, as <laughs> like, an abused child. As an abused, like a person who, as a, I mean, did you know that you were being abused? And I don't mean like when you were night, like when you were fifteen. I mean like. Yeah, I knew that I was being abused but only because I was frequently told don't tell anybody at school or your friends or your doctors or anything and um even as a child you know you know when you're in school and one of your classmates does something wrong and then says don't tell the teacher and you know it's because they are not doing something they're supposed to be doing it's the same thing when your parents are abusing you and telling you not to tell other people. It's because they're doing something wrong. So, yes, I knew. However, I think that until I got older, I didn't realize the extent of the abuse because I had not talked about it to other people outside of like a therapy situation or social workers. So no one ever told me that it was severe or whatever. Um, 
I was just kind of told, like, yeah, we took you from your parents because they were abusing you. That was it. Here, um, here's a, a, oh, this is a question here. Okay. Um, you know, we've talked a lot in the past few episodes about your own, you know, with the BPD and the schizophrenia and the severe anxiety and depression and all those things and the fibromyalgia and the everything, right? Yes. You know, uh, how much of that do you think is either a direct result or greatly exacerbated by? Um, a hundred percent of it. I have some mental health issues that I do feel like were hereditary. My mother is schizophrenic and most likely had borderline personality disorder (laughs) my dad definitely also probably had some kind of bipolar disorder um so those i feel like i inherited however you don't get complex post-traumatic stress disorder like genetically that is an outside influence and i think that my anxiety stems from that which is why i flinch anytime anyone moves around me um i'm ask you now you can say no okay but you know i would be remiss if i didn't ask you to like maybe would you do you want to share one of your horror stories because I think that when you talk about child abuse, when you talk about like the amount of children that are abused every year, which I don't know. That. I have some statistics if oh, you want me to read them. Ooh, or, like, you got some statistics on deck. Okay, so tell me your statistics. <clears throat> so the last time there was a real survey done about child abuse specifically in the United States was 2015. So get your shit together. Um, But apparently 700,000 children are abused annually in the United States. And um, neglect is the most common form of maltreatment. 17% of children suffer physical abuse and 8.4 suffer sexual abuse and three quarters suffer neglect so pretty much all of them they ignore the child and then they either beat them rape them or or both both. um two-thirds of children um who are sexually abused go on to physically or sexually abuse other people while they are still in youth themselves which is really interesting and 90% of abusers that abuse children are relatives of that child which is kind of obvious I mean, but you get some really not okay nannies and stuff so I guess that's the 10% yeah yeah i mean this is all about the access to the child about whoever has access to i mean because the greatest abusers of your life were your parents now so this is why i ask you if you want to share one of your stories because those are numbers we're reading numbers like six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand, but that's not 
the reality because each one of those 700,000 reported. You always got to say that. Reported. Yeah, these are reported because lots of cases go unreported or uninvestigated. And the ones that are uninvestigated fall under not reported. So if you want to share a story, you can say no. I don't mind. I want to know what kind of story... Because I've told you some stuff, and I'm not sure what would fall under... Well... I mean, yes, it was all abuse, but do I talk about a physical abuse thing, or like a psychological abuse thing, or um, a third option abuse thing? I mean, I think I would like to stay away from the third option abuse thing. I think it's a little too deep for right now. That might be a, like, two years from now kind of thing here. (laughs) Um... But, again, this is, like, I am fortunate to have never suffered that, you know? But, like you always say, people need to be made aware, you know? And for each one of those 700,000 children who's reported being abused, each one is a story. Each one is an individual. Each one is a person. And you are one of those people because that's 700,000 reported. But what about the year before that and the years before that and the years before that, the millions and millions and billions of people who have been abused primarily by like their parents and relatives, you know, like educate us. All right. Um, I want to. I guess preface this by saying that when you are a child who is being physically abused, most likely you're also being emotionally and psychologically abused. So, you know, for me, in my extreme situation, it would be a combination of degradation verbally along with beatings but not just beatings you know um getting locked in the basement getting stripped naked and being locked in the basement being made to sleep in the backyard not being fed did i mention beatings like with wire hangers and the attitude adjuster but also from a very young age being told that I was going to grow up to be a whore and worthless and that I'm stupid and disgusting and I regret ever having you. So these things all kind of tie together. I can't think of like one particular specific story right now. This is a general malaise of terribleness. Yes, because it was like every single day. I mean, can I be honest? That's right telling in that like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you have 16 books worth of stories to tell, <laughs> but everything oh you know what i do have a story oh no all right oh boy oh boy so i wanted a can of spaghettios and i was like six or seven this was before it was like the pull top thing and you had to use the can opener so i asked my father would he make me a can of spaghettios but you know what he was on drugs and he did not want to and i was very hungry and i started crying and then he beat me with a wooden chair. The end. 
I, you know, <laughs> you have a smile on your face, <laughs> but ain't nothing funny about it. That's. He, I smile, then, but I'm dead inside. <laughs> it's like, and then he beat you with a wooden chair. Wow, folks, that's. That's going to be a punchline in one of my upcoming jokes. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> and you know, someone went to the supermarket, then he beat me with a wooden chair. Um, well, how's your self-esteem? Non-existent. Do you feel like you're a worthy person sometimes? Do you feel like... Uh, I plead the fifth. Uh, 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 do you, do you, have you ever felt like, fuck it, I'm a whore? Like, I, that shit sounds like it might have really yeah no that definitely impacted my entire existence for sure um but uh i don't know if what happened to me is really really common as opposed to just regular beatings and stuff because i feel like my case was a little extreme because people have sober parents and still get their ass beat you know so, um, I don't really know if my examples are fair in a lot of these cases because they are so extreme. Well, I mean... Because, I mean, I know people who... You know what? My ex-girlfriend, if she came home with a bad grade on her test, like anything less than an A, her parents would beat her with like brooms and they would make her stay in the garage for hours on end and they would make her stay up all night doing homework and math equations until her fucking fingers bled that's Mm. that's a more common example of that kind of abuse where you get beaten because your parents perceive you as failing or not doing living up to their expectations so you'll get hit or parents who are not on drugs but very frustrated at work with unchecked anger issues and then you know your dad comes home and he didn't get that promotion you get your ass beat Mm -hmm. that's not my story i know people like that you know so i feel like those are more common examples well i know i mean i think that I just did a Google search, you know, for extreme cases of child abuse in like 2016. Because I was curious about how common it is. And I know, I always say we're just inundated by news and information. And if you search for anything, you'll find it, you know. But each one of these is a person, you know. Australia shocked by extreme case of insects. Ooh, sex abuse and child neglect. Most grievous cases of child abuse of record, Patricia Knight. Toller lamb fee. Three-year-old girl found in found in bag of feces parents of skeletal infected infant boyfriend convicted of child abuse mother arrested at the worst case of child abuse worst case carnation couple ohio oregon new york uh those girls who were like in the fucking basement the the everybody forgets that um the that the antoine dotson thing was because of Right, like he somebody was like being assaulted and some shit like yeah. that. Like, is you know, and he's a meme, but I think we all kind of forget. Like, this also, um, Nick's Mary Brown, right here in Brooklyn a couple years ago. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now these are cases where these children were 
on the edge of death or have died survivors of more extreme child abuse I don't know how common it is I don't know oh because they get killed yes but some of us don't get killed well that is that's pleasant out of all the people I know and you know some of the people I know they're all they all have very tragic origin stories um I don't know how many of them were subjected to abuse on the scale that I was, but um, I hate saying that stuff because it kind of sounds like I'm bragging and I'm not because I wish I was dead. It's like, <laughs> man, oh man, I got abused the most. It's like, yeah, I get the, the trophy for most abused, but no, um, I just, if you were as severely abused as I've mentioned, please comment. <laughs> I, I'll say though that I'm looking at you and I see you smile and I see you have good days and do you feel like you've been able to I won't say put this behind you but have you been able to scab over and scar around these wounds for the most part I mean yeah but you know there's always residual things however i find that having completely cut contact with my biological family and going to therapy for the rest of my life definitely helps a whole lot well we went from uh favorite movies to depressing as hell yeah every time you know now I'm going to bring this around from this five movies because it's really awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> but like, My Little Pony? What is this, 2006? What's wrong with you? I don't watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> what? what What else was on your list? My, uh, you said like five children's shows, but like... I said... Two children shows. What are they? Monster High and My Little I've Pony. I've never. I don't even know what Monster High is. Well, I lost my doll collection, or I would show you. And then I said, Deadly Women, and Unsealed Conspiracy Files, and Ancient Aliens. Well, man, this is deep. I'm feeling feeling the downs. You got anything positive to say? <laughs> oh, man. It was a beautiful wedding. Even the cake was in tears. <laughs> I, I, uh, you got one more? You got one more? Hold on. Give me another one. The restaurant took soft drinks off of their menu just to sprite their customers. And that's it. That's it. That's done. Child abuse in the books for now. Because Lord knows we might. Re- re- oof. Jeez. I think I need a week off. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Um, Yeah. yeah. This, this has been awesome. I want to thank you again, Astrid, for joining me and sharing with me. And if you guys are out there and you or witness to someone abusing their child, say something? 
I don't understand how anyone could look at a child being abused and do or say nothing. Or if you are beating your children, stop or I'll find you and I'll stick my big toe up your ass. Cause <laughs> I will find you and I will hex you. Oh, I, I don't even know what to say. In the episode notes, we're going to be including some numbers to helplines. So if you know someone who's abusing their children, you can call that number. If you are abusing your children, there'll be a number for you to call. If you are a minor and you're being abused, there'll be a number to call. I guess I just have to say like, I mean, I guess and nothing else. Um, you can follow us. You can shoot us an email, artofgivingup at gmail.com. Twitter, Art of Giving Up Podcast, or actually Twitter is at Giving Up Podcast. The Instagram and Facebook are The Art of Giving Up. And I know it's really hard to say this sometimes because life sucks. But peace. Peace or whatever. Or whatever. Strange what desire will make foolish people.